Back to Tesh Matters with Jeff Boggs. Phone lines are open. Reach out and touch Jeff at 367-1240. About four minutes in advance of 11 o'clock, our Mellow Joy Coffee Time. My pleasure to welcome back to the show Mike Tarantino with the Iberia Industrial Development Foundation. Mike, how are you? Good, Jeff. Glad to be here as always. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I looked at the calendar yesterday and said, yeah, I guess uh, today is the second Thursday, early this month. This is the earliest you ever join us in the month. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm always, always looking forward to it. So uh, happy December to everyone, that's for sure. No doubt. Uh, board met uh, yesterday. We'll get into that in just a little bit to remind us what IDF is all about. Yeah, thanks for that. The Iberia Industrial Development Foundation is the primary facilitator of economic and community development for Iberia Parish and all the municipalities. Uh, we are a public-private partnership, and our mission is to bring more economic development uh, to this area, you know, more jobs created, more wealth for our community, more opportunities for our community, um, growing our community, those kinds of things. And so, as I mentioned, we're a public-private, a real public-private partnership. We've got a 21-member board of directors. Half of our board comes from the public sector and the other half from the private sector. So on the public side, we've got the uh, parish president, Mr. Larry Richard, all the mayors for all the municipalities, uh, the ports. Uh, we have two ports here in Iberia Parish, both the Port of Iberia and the Port of Delcom. Um, we've got, you know, the airport directors on our board, the superintendent of schools, the tourism director, members of both councils. Um, just, you know, really a really good cross-section. And on the other side, we've got very passionate, uh, very good business leaders, movers and shakers in our community who represent a whole cross-section of, of industries, uh, and they serve uh, on our board as well. So it's a really unique place where ideas are exchanged both from the public side and the private side, uh, and plans are made and guidance is given. And we're very thankful for the guidance and the governance of our board and uh, for all of our members that we're also a member-driven organization. Businesses around the community join and invest in our program, and we're so very f- thankful for each and every one of them. And so we're also thankful for the opportunity to come here once a month and tell you about what's going on, what happened during our meeting, but also what's going on around Iberia Parish, and I'm going to be happy to uh, to give you that report here. Very good. I know, you know, talking to Larry the last um, month or so, probably beyond a month, he's excited about a big project, and I know you can't talk about right. it, but... But um, what's your vibe on getting it? Well, I, you know, again, this is a this is a, a major project for Iberia Parish, and uh, you know we have an opportunity to compete for you know projects pretty often but very few at this scale and so this is a pretty big deal we've all signed you know certain documents that allow it that don't allow us to speak much about it at this point but we are a finalist community uh there are other communities across the country uh that uh are finalists as well and so we put our best foot forward we made a really good presentation on a really good site here in iberia parish I've been very proud of the team that came together to put this proposal together, many utilities, many governmental leaders, uh, other, uh, other uh, you know, realtors and others, you know, specialists and experts that came together to help us put this major proposal together. You know, we keep our fingers crossed and we see what happens. But whether we get this project or not, and I certainly hope we do, and I think we have a really good chance, whether we get this project or not, it was a really good exercise. It really got us an opportunity to hone our economic development skills even more, put our program together and tighten our program even more. Uh, and so, it, you know, regardless of what happens with this, it'll be a win-win because of what, you know, what will have transpired from it. But very, I'm very optimistic, and we'll see what happens. You know, I, I know uh, in the past you've got 
sort of exit interviews with the projects you didn't get, right. and you, you learn from them. That's important. Very important. You know, uh, to get projects these days, it's a very competitive business. You've got to have everything a company needs, or they'll just move right down the highway to the next community. Uh, we, you know, typically get an opportunity to check all the boxes, but sometimes we fall a little short. And so we always have uh, exit interviews with these folks to say, you know, what could we have done better? What could we have brought to the table that uh, that would have made it better? And so when I'm out and about talking in the community and I'm talking to folks, civic groups, about the challenge we, challenges we have, the, the investments we need to make in infrastructure and the investments we need to make in the program and all of those things, those come from the exit interviews from those companies who, you know, who, didn't, who we didn't quite get there with. We get lucky. Luckily, we do get quite a few. Uh, there are a lot of great programs and projects that we have gotten, uh, not just with new businesses, but with helping existing businesses grow and expand. So we do, you know, I think we, we've got a pretty good track record across the board, uh, but those exit interviews are very important as well. Anything else you can tease uh, at this point? Well, we're going to talk a little bit, and I think the theme today is about how optimistic I am for 2023. And so what I'll tease is the fact that, you know, we've got a lot of great investment going on in infrastructure right now. Our, our hardworking state delegation did a great job last year uh, bringing some very critical projects to Iberia Parish. You've, you know, for instance, out on Highway 90 now, you'll see uh, construction crews, you know, redoing parts of Highway 90 and all of that. All very important things. Every time one of those project, uh, positive projects happens, we get inquiries for businesses who want to know what's happening, who want to know where the shovel-ready sites are, who want to know about street improvements and highway improvements, because they all like Iberia Parish, and so, uh, you know, as, as well as other parishes in Acadiana, they want to be here. There's a lot of great reasons for being here. We just have to have the right ingredients, and so uh, my tease is that I think for the upcoming year, very optimistic uh, because of the kinds of inquiries we've been getting. Real good. So, want to go around the table? Absolutely. There some- well, absolutely. We can. I think we can certainly do that. Um, our board meets on the second Thursday of each month. Again, we're a member-driven organization, and uh, we, you know, always, you know, take really good copious notes and uh, take uh, so that I can uh, come back and, and give you that report the next day, which I certainly appreciate. So, we always kick off our meeting. There are so many sites around Iberia Parish. Sites meaning um, locations where businesses can locate. Uh, again, businesses want shovel-ready or, or existing facilities uh, uh, that they can get into quickly. And so we've got so many of those development sites available, some great ones around our parish. Uh, but we pull one out each month and uh, to celebrate and encourage folks to check it out as our commercial property spotlight of the month. This month's commercial sp- uh, property spotlight is the shop, the Town and Country Shopping Center. Everybody knows it as the Winn-Dixie Shopping yeah. Center uh, here in New Iberia. Uh, the the Faubachers have invested in it, uh, have done some great upgrades to the parking lot, landscaping, new painting. Um, there's some great square footage that are for lease or for sale in that shopping center. I would encourage folks to go and check that out. Uh, we've been helping them with, you know, putting the word out to all the retailers that we know. But it's a great investment opportunity, and I'd encourage you to, to check out uh, that and, uh, and to, you know, to give those folks a call to, uh, you know, see what could be done to bring a great new business or expand your business at that location. Yeah, and as I've said before, uh, kudos to the businesses who stuck around right. through all that, losing the anchors at either end, uh, But and one of our sponsors, Baskin Robbins, among them, uh, that stuck through it and being rewarded for it now with all those improvements. Yeah, you know, it's a great location. It's central in our community. It's very close to the 70563 zip code, which is a, you know, which is a really good zip code in our community as well. So a lot of great opportunities there. Traffic counts are really good. And so we encourage folks to go check that out and, and consider it for your next business investment. 
We also have so many great uh, uh, investors and members of our uh, organization that we're so thankful for who contribute to our organization, not only financially but with their time and talents to you know move the, the economic development plan forward. So each month we have a, a, a member, uh, a business member, Spotlight of the Month, to thank a particular business and encourage folks to check them out. This month's business spotlight of the month is Hancock Whitney. Uh, great location here in town. Uh, great staff. Great products. Great banking products. And so uh, go by the, uh, and uh, check out the, the uh, Hancock Whitney branch right here on uh, Admiral Doyle in New Iberia. And uh, help us thank them for what they do for the community and give them a shot at your business. So thanks to Hancock Whitney for being an IDF member. Real good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, going around the, uh, the horn, uh, we had an opportunity to talk about the end of the year. Uh, this year has been uh, very good in certain respects. You know, I mean, we mentioned before about the infrastructure developments that are going on. Um, our, our prospect portfolio is very full right now. I'd say we've got probably seven active projects going on right now, one that we mentioned before uh, that are at various stages. So I'd say very successful from that perspective, of course. And, you know, we looked at, I'll talk a little bit about our economic indicators later in the show today, uh, but we've got, you know, a very strong retail um, uh as a matter of fact, we're at about 136 million, right under 137 million for the latest month here in Iberia Parish. Of retail sales incredibly strong. Uh, a lot of great things happening there. Of course, you know there's a recession going on. There's you know some inflationary uh, some inflationary items. Uh, utility costs are up a bit. Uh, you know those kind of things, and insurance costs are up a bit, and so those things kind of hold us back a bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the, op the, you know, the positives vastly outweigh the negatives. And so uh, we had a lot of discussion about that and, um, you know, what happened in 2022. I recently had an opportunity to uh, sit in on a presentation by Dr. Lauren Scott, who's the uh, LSU economist emeritus who does an annual forecasting report uh, on our area. And he's very optimistic about 2023 as well. And Dr. Scott knows what he's talking about. St so. Statewide or regionally? Uh, regionally. Statewide, too, but I think he's more optimistic regionally. What he's predicted is that, you know, the first quarter to half of next year, we're going to continue to have the issues that we have. But he's very optimistic about, you know, second, third quarter into the rest of the year and how and how uh, he expects us to be able to come back. And so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, there's certainly a lot of folks that rely on his forecast. And so I think there's a lot of optimism there, but we just have to continue to keep moving forward. Gotcha. So, um Moving forward, um, you know, in in the discussion of that, uh, Parish President Larry Richard is on our board. Mentioned that the Parish Council is um, uh, finalizing their budgets for the year. So uh, stay tuned for that and be on the lookout for those agendas as they uh, continue to consider uh, budget proposals and finalize their budget for the upcoming year. And hats off to the Parish Council and Parish Government for hard work. There's 65 some odd business units in Parish Government, um, and each one is so very important. And so what they do uh, during this budget uh, time of the year is so very important. And so hats off to them for all their hard work. And I think that that's being finalized now uh, with um, the sites on the end of the year when those things can be passed. Uh, Superintendent, Abir Parish Superintendent of Schools, Heath Hewlett, is on our board as well. He mentioned that uh, sales tax collections, you know, the school board does a lot of the sales tax collections for our parish. Um, all of the sales tax collections for our parish, actually. Uh, he mentioned that sales tax collections are up 4.5% uh, this November over last November, which is very um, positive news. Um, he also broke it down a little bit. So grocery sales in Iberia Parish up 15% this time over last year. Machine shops and other fabrication uh, up 50% over this time last year. Uh, 
auto sales and oil and gas sales are down a little bit overall. But across the board, in many sectors, especially on the retail side, Iberia Parish is doing very well from a sales tax collection standpoint. And that is really a reflection of uh, folks shopping locally, uh, continuing to shop Iberia Parish first, and we want to encourage folks to do that. Thank you for shopping Iberia Parish first because it really matters uh, when all the numbers come in at the end of the day. He also mentioned that North, he also congratulated North Lewis Elementary on being named a Louisiana Comeback School. Uh, there'll be a ceremony around January 6th, I believe. Uh, the um, Department of Education at the state level uh, gives out various awards over the years, and North Lewis Elementary has been uh, named a Louisiana Comeback School for, its, for all, of its, all the hard work and the accomplishments and the achievements that they've uh, made since, you know, since, you know, being out of school and, and, and whatnot. Yeah, kind of uh, schools recognize that are doing better than pre-pandemic, I right. think, was that. Right, right. right. They're great, making great strides, and then, of course, everybody had the challenges that they had. Not that, that they, they were had. bad school. No, no, not know, at all. You know. Not at all. I mean, this is this is a, a, a great uh, a great honor and uh, something that we should all really be proud of. So congratulations, North Lewis Elementary, on that great, uh, that great uh, acknowledgement. He mentioned that uh, school district-wide, uh, they've been hosting a number of different parent nights, and those are, are concluding now. They've been getting a lot of great feedback from parents across the district, and he was very pleased to see such, you know, uh, interaction and interest from parents across the district in, you know, giving feedback back to the system and having those communication efforts to, to uh, build the, the uh, school system together. He also mentioned that uh, we were talking about FoodNet. We have a, uh, one of our private business members, Corey, uh, Corey Kimball, is heavily involved in FoodNet in our area. And, you know, he and Superintendent Hulin mentioned how very proud they were of Lauraville Elementary during the recent FoodNet, um, FoodNet campaign. Lauraville Elementary itself contributed uh, 2,200 pounds of food to FoodNet. Wow. That was 20% of the entire amount collected that day. My goodness. And so hats off to Lauraville Elementary, the good folks in Lauraville, uh, for, for responding to the call and for their contributions to FoodNet. So very important and uh, just really proud uh, of that. So thanks to Lauraville Elementary uh, for your contributions and everyone else that made a, a contribution to FoodNet. You know, it's the holidays, and, and, it's, and it's time when we should all be thankful. And one way to, to, you know, to show our thanks is to give back to the community. And so FoodNet. Great, great, uh, great, great charity, great service provided to the community, and again, hats off to Lauraville Elementary. He also mentioned that on December 16th, the New Iberia Police Department is going to be doing a toy giveaway. I don't have a lot of details on that, uh, but this is where they'll be, you know, doing their parade through certain uh, neighborhoods and communities and giving toys away. I know that there'll be further details to come. Uh, on that. Mayor Carol Bourgeois from Generette is on our board as well. Uh, we always enjoy uh, Mayor Carol and all the news that he brings us from, from uh, Generette. He mentioned that their auditors are in again this year and uh, they're, they, you know, things are going very well. They're following the game plan that was put forth uh, through the auditors when they came in and, and, and made some changes within uh, Generate Government. So they're following that playbook, and uh, everything's looking good so far. So uh, good luck to them, and hats off as they continue to move forward with their audit. Uh, mentioned that they were sticking to the plan from that perspective. He also mentioned great news in Generette. Two of their downtown buildings were recently sold to investors. Uh, that's going to be mean new life and new revitalization and new investment put into downtown buildings 
uh, in Generet and uh, just really a great, beautiful downtown and just really happy to hear that uh, folks have taken interest and are going to do some investment down there and, uh, and help us to continue to, to, uh, to build good things uh, in Generet. He also mentioned good news, and there will be more details coming, but you know, for some time now we've been talking about the fact that Generet has needed a grocery uh, since uh, – I want to say about 10 months ago, maybe 11 months ago when their grocery, might have been longer than that now, when their grocery burned down. Uh, and so the mayor and folks in the community have been working hard along with, we've, we've helped a bit, uh, to uh, to attract a grocery there. Uh, a new grocery is coming. Uh, I would like the mayor to be able to announce who, what, and when and all of that. But uh, he did tell us at the meeting the other day that a grocery uh, is coming to Generet. So that's just great news for that for that community. And I mentioned it yesterday. It's not just about a grocery, right? It's not just about buying food and foodstuffs, although that's very important. You know, groceries are where, you know, you give that uh, Girl Scouts an opportunity to sell cookies and you have an opportunity to uh, have a place for the Salvation Army to set up that that bell ringing. Uh, you know, it, groceries are a place where the community comes together. And so for a whole host of reasons, it's just so wonderful uh, to hear about that happening. In you know, if it has any connection to the previous uh, owner? I or? do not know at this point. I, I, I don't know. And, again, I think it's I think it's very appropriate for the mayor to make sure. that particular sure. announcement. But hats off to them and all the hard work. And thanks to the investors and the businesses, the grocery business that's that's uh, interested in investing in our, no, no with doubt. our friends in Generet. Um, he also mentioned that they they held a recent job fair uh, in Generet, and 195 applicants attended their their job fair. They're going to do another one next month. I, he's going to get me those details, and I'll be happy to spread the word here uh, to let folks know about that next job fair to be held in Generet, uh, so we can get folks connected with businesses who are looking for employees, and there are quite a few. Um, we talked a bit about uh, in our discussions when Superintendent Hulan was talking uh, at the parents' night discussions and in other discussions. They've been getting presentations about drug abuse and drug issues in our community and um, how important that is. Uh, there was a statistic, and I'm going to get this wrong, so I'm just going to say <laughs> it in a particular way, but you know we've we've had a drug issue here in a drug use and a drug death uh deaths as resulting from drug uh overuse here in our parish for some time but it's gone up significantly in the next in the last couple of years and when you break down those statistics the vast majority of those new deaths are from fentanyl and fentanyl overuse and uh just a really important and and uh you know, just really dangerous and a really important topic for us to to continue to discuss. And uh, so I think you're going to hear the IDF talk a bit more about that in the upcoming year. You know, we've had we've had, you know, uh, drug issues all over the country. This isn't this isn't something that is specific to Iberia Parish, but it really keeps people out of the workforce. You know, there's there's drug testing that goes on and there's you know, you have to pass these drug tests in order to be able to take advantage of those things. We don't know what we can do about it, but we would like to be a part of the solution in any, in any way that we can. And so I think that you're going to see. Um, a, a bit more about that in the upcoming year. It's a tremendously important uh, problem. Uh, we've got to do better as a community and, uh, you know, to, to, to fight this problem so that those folks can get into the workforce, too, and can be a part of what we all want to grow and do together.
No, no doubt. Yeah. So uh, Councilman Paul Landry talked about that. He's on our board as well. Parish Councilman Paul Landry's on our board as well. Uh, he talked about that at length and, you know, doubled down on how important that particular topic is, which we really, really appreciate. And so I think you're going to see a lot of that discussion in the upcoming year. Mr. Mickey Bellot, a local businessman who has done a lot of uh, downtown development, owns bed and breakfast here downtown, and also the Bates Motel uh, project that's going on right now, mentioned that his restoration tax abatement um, application has been approved for the Bates Motel. So he said, we're going to charge forward. So there's going to be more continued, you know, continued uh, renovation and construction at the Bates Motel. It's a great project. I know it's, they've been working on it for some time, but it's going to be a great uh, addition to our area downtown for local visitors uh, who are coming and want to see our wonderful downtown here in Iberia and maybe stay a while. And so uh, congratulations to uh, Mickey and Tiffany on the approval of their restoration tax abatement application, which is going to go along way uh, to helping them move forward. Uh, Ms. Denise Broussard, who uh, is on our board, she's a newly appointed member to our executive committee and is also with uh, AVEX here in New Iberia, uh, mentioned that the chamber is uh, going to be holding their very, very Christmas Quest. I always get that mixed up. Very, very Christmas Quest this Saturday, uh, as well as a Christmas parade, the Christmas parade this Saturday as well. I encourage folks to give the folks at the Iberia Parish Chamber, at the Iberia Cham- Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce, a call on how to be how to get involved uh, with those things. Um, a little bit about economic indicators. Wanted to kind of bring that uh, to your attention as well. I always uh, uh, bring that report. The monthly rig count here in Louisiana is up significantly uh, this year over last. Uh, it is beginning to peak a bit, and I expect it to maybe drop just a bit as oil and gas prices drop temporarily as well. But it is healthy right now. 66, uh, 66 rigs operating within the state waters and within the state boundaries of Louisiana, which is up from 39 this time last year. That's always a result of strong crude oil prices. Um, The numbers I have here are $89 a barrel, which was an an October number. I checked it yesterday. We're we're down to about $71 a barrel, 72 uh, right now uh, for West Texas Intermediate. Uh, That is lower than this time last year. I think we're beginning to see the, the, the Ukraine effect come out of this out of this mix it's going to be interesting to see what happens this uh winter as far as uh, uh whether or not it's a cold winter or not uh, i do expect those prices to go back up again uh, but it's just a matter of when so i don't know if it'll be this month next month i think a lot of that has to do with the weather because natural gas prices kind of follow those those same trends and so natural gas prices uh i want to say i didn't see the latest spot price maybe about five dollars a unit it was above six yesterday. Was it above six? Well, that's good news. At this time of day. Yeah. Um, but uh, let me uh, bring it up real quick. Sorry about that. I have October's numbers here on 6. my list. 6166 right 6.166 now. per unit. $6.66. $6. So yeah. $6.16 6. a unit. Uh, now that's up from October, and that's also up from this time last year. So natural gas prices beginning to go up again. Of course, nobody likes to see that in their utility bills, but natural gas prices beginning to rise is certainly good for the industry, and is an indication that uh, you know maybe we might be about to get into some of the colder months, and that's that's important as well. Drilling permits up uh, this time over last year. I think you know drilling permits, drilling rig counts always kind of go with the price of oil and gas, and so things have been relatively strong, and so I think you'll continue. 
to see those those permits and those drilling rigs remain at least steady, if not strong, over the next few months. Uh, I mentioned monthly retail sales in Iberia Parish before. Uh, we're at about 136 million or so, which is significantly up over this time last year. This time last year, we're at about 122.9 million for the month. So, you know, retail sales continue to remain strong despite. Uh, you know, inflation. Uh, if you if you if you put inflation into the mix, it's still strong. You know, merchants. I talk to merchants every day in our area. They're very uh, they're very happy with what they see, and we just want to continue to encourage folks to shop locally uh, and shop not only shop locally but shop locally owned, shop small. You know, just really think about your local merchants uh, during this particular time. It's just so very important. Um, our unemployment rate. Uh, Great news there. Our last confirmed unemployment rate, 3.8%. That's incredibly low and incredibly strong. Um, that's, you know, the lowest that I've that I've seen since I've been in economic development is 2.7%. That was back in 2007, and we've never come close to that mark uh, over the years. But 3.8% is pretty darn close to that. Just to remind people, during the pandemic months, we were at 14% unemployment. Uh, we've come down significantly. It kind of go ebbs and flows, uh, but at 3.8%, you know, there's it's a very low unemployment. All I can do in this case is encourage people who may be on the sidelines, who have not come back to work yet who have not gotten back into the workforce yet, now's the time to do it. This is a great time to look for a job. There are a lot of job opportunities available. And those underemployed, too. Those underemployed to seek a better position as time goes. So 3.8% is very strong. Some economists think 5% is full employment. So 3.8% is certainly where we want to continue to be. We want to encourage folks not only to get back into the workforce, but to reach out to the South Louisiana Community College and other training providers who can help you upgrade your skills to take advantage of some of those opportunities that are out there right now. The other uh, indicator that we have, of course, that we track each month is the Acadiana Regional Airport monthly operations. Uh, Monthly operations uh, for the month of November were 3,757 operations. That's down a bit from November, but uh, but. Past November, uh, very average and very up, you know, upward to average for this year. Uh, Mr. Mosanji, the airport director, doing a great job out there, has mentioned that military traffic is beginning to come back. Uh, there's been a lot of great reception to the new fixed base operator out there, Freeman Jet Center. They're doing a multi-million dollar renovation of their location at the uh, Kadiana Regional Airport, which is attracting more general aviation aircraft uh, to come to our to our airport. So good and optimistic reason you know a lot of reasons to be optimistic out at our airport as well very good yeah so that was the meeting yesterday and uh you know just a lot of great optimism for the year wanted to take an opportunity if i could just to spend a little bit of time i know that we may have a lot of visitors coming through our area in addition to visitors i know that a lot of people are looking for holiday themed things to do over the next over the next month so i just kind of wanted to run down some of the of the wonderful things that are the events that are happening around iberia parish for this holiday season um, just a lot of great things to do. So, uh, and I encourage you, as I go through these, I encourage folks to check out these events and others at IberiaTravel.com. These events are brought to you by the Iberia Parish Convention and Visitors Bureau, your tourist commission here in the parish. There's a lot of great information about ways to take a vacation or a staycation or just uh, have an opportunity to get in the holiday spirit, spirit with your family and friends uh, in a local with a local holiday event. So I'll run through a few of those. And remember to check these out on IberiaTravel.com. First of all, there's going to be a Victorian Christmas at the at the Joseph Jefferson Home and Rip Van Winkle Gardens. That'll be uh, held on Friday, December 9th, which is today, through Saturday, December 31st, 
from 9 to 4 at Rip Van Winkle Gardens. There is an admission, so call 337-359-8525 for more information. Uh, there'll also be a ran- there'll be a, a ranch sorting event uh, out at the Sugarina that'll happen Friday, December 9th through Sunday, December 11th from 8 to 11:30 uh, p.m. Uh, at the Sugarina. Uh, call 337-281-3920 for information. But the admi- the admission is free for spectators. So go check that out. IPAL, the Iberia Performing Arts League, presents She Loves Me. Uh, that's going on now, Friday, December 9th through Saturday, December 17th. 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, there is an admission, so give IPAL offices a call at 337-380-6624 to learn how to get tickets and check that out. I heard it's really good. Uh, the Lacadia Art Guild Fall Exhibit, Art Exhibit, is going on now, uh, Friday, December 9th through Tuesday, December 3rd, from 9 to 5 at the Iberia Parish Library main branch. There's no admission to see that wonderful art. The December... Christmas Boat Parade in Delcom, I'm sorry, the Delcom Christmas Boat Parade is going on uh, uh, Saturday, December 10th. That's this Saturday from 6 to 9 uh, at the Delcom Docks. I think you can see it from where the Delcom Seafood and Farmer's Market uh, Mm -hmm. is. Of course, no admission, so we hope to see you out in Delcom. That's always a wonderful parade. I think it uh, follows Gumbo Cook-Off to benefit Delcom Project graduation. Project graduation. So go check that out. Uh, always glad to see that. Of course, I mentioned the Very Very Berry Christmas Quest. That will be held on Saturday, December 10th from 9 to 4. Uh, call, call the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce for more information because there is an admission cost, 337-364-1836. New Iberia holds the Queen City Christmas Parade this Saturday night as well, Saturday, December 10th um, from 530 to 730 right here in historic and beautiful downtown New Iberia. Pancakes and PJs with Santa, Saturday, December 10th. There's a lot going on this Saturday uh, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Sliman Theater. That's being put on by Bayou Traditions. And the number for more information, because there is a bit, there is an admission cost, is 337-207-5670. That's 337-207-5670. Pancakes and PJs with Santa. Check that one out. It's also the uh, exhibit opening for The Second Side. It's free admission. This is oral histories from African-American residents and natives who participated in interviews conducted by high school students as part of the Oral Traditions class, a partnership between the Shadows on the Tesh and Iberia Parish Schools. Uh, Speakers from the program will include individuals who helped create the class as well as individuals who participated in the interviews. Great exhibit. That's also this Saturday, December 10th, at the Shadows on the Tesh Visitor Center, Please call 337-369-6446. The admission is free and just a great uh, educational experience. A couple more. Um, mentioned Delcom before. Delcom also has a uh, Main Street Christmas Parade going on as well. That's this Sunday, December 11th from 2 to 4 in Delcom. No admission, of course. Uh, the Bayou Tesh French Table, Thursday, December 15th through Thursday, January 12th from 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Keene River Pecan Company's Pie Bar. This is on Thursdays. This is an opportunity to celebrate Cajun culture and improve your French speaking skills regardless of your level of French. Additionally, enjoy conversations with Francophones and Francophiles who visit New Iberia from all over the world, as well as students from French Immersion setting uh, from the French Immersion classes at North Lewis Elementary. It's a great opportunity to come and have conversations in French and learn a little bit, brush up on your, on your French a little bit. Again, that's at Cane River Thursdays from the th- Thursday, December 15th 
through Thursday, January 12th. No admission, of course. But I hope you buy some pie. I was going to say, yeah, the food ain't free. Absolutely. Yeah. No, great food, great I'm opportunities. I'm hearing wonderful things about the place. Absolutely. Good stuff. So go and, go and join and uh, join in the fun. And uh, vive la Francais. Uh, and finally, the Lacadien du Teche Cajun Dance, uh, Wednesday, December 21st, 2022, from 7 to 9.30. That will be held at the La Louisiane Banquet Hall out on LA 14. Uh, of course, there is an admission. And so please give those folks a call at 337-258-1876 for tickets and go uh, and participate uh, in the Lacadien du Teche Cajun dance. All of this information and more can be found again at IberiaTravel.com. Go check it out. A lot of great things to do around the community. Yeah, this is the weekend. Two weekends before Christmas, usually the big one with events because then they want to save that last weekend. They don't do a lot of big events because everyone's doing their last-minute shopping and stuff like that. So Absolutely. This is a big weekend. Absolutely. Look, if, if, there are so many great things to do. I mean, it seems like it's all packed into December 10th this weekend, but there are a lot of great things to do in a lot of great communities around Iberia Parish. Some of them are Christmas-themed. Some of them uh, celebrate our wonderful culture, but something for everyone to do, no matter your age and no matter you know your your uh, you know culture or anything like that. So come on, come on out and join in. And join in a wonderful event here in Iberia Parish this month. No doubt, Mike. Anything else you want to share today? That's it, Jeff. Thank you so much for uh, for all you've you know for all you've done for us this year, for all the assistance you've given up, given us, for the opportunity to come on your show. Uh, you know, twenty twenty two was much better than twenty twenty one, and twenty twenty three is going to be great. I know it will. And so we look forward to uh, continuing to come out here and do that with you. Um, I'd encourage folks to check us out on IberiaBiz.org or give our office a call at three three seven. Three six seven zero eight three four to learn how to become a member of IDF. Thanks so much. You bet, Mike. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thanks.